Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I can God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ooh, I cannot hear the headphones. There we go. Hi, my name's Garner. That's Bryce Kelly. Welcome to our ASMR podcast. Oh, I thought the very start of that sounded like you were about to go into like a, you know, one of those TV commercials for a medicine. Yeah, with a made-up name. I'm Garner. And it's Do always you suffer from shingles. <laughs> well, everybody knows what shingles is, but a lot of those other. Have you ever been just sitting at home and you see a commercial, and at the end you're like, "I have no idea what that was for." But the people in that commercial were living great lives. Oh my God, riding horses on the beach. Yeah, they, that guy has a sailboat. <laughs> Where did he get a sailboat? He's younger than me. Maybe I should be on that medicine. And then you have to Google what it's for. And even the description of what it's for is super vague. It's like those Ozempic ones. When those commercials oh, yeah. first started coming out for that one, you're like, I don't even know what that is. Ozempic. And you look it up and you're like, oh, that's it, not for me. It'll make you skinny, Bryce. That's what I hear. Yeah. Oh, my God. So trendy. Yeah. Speaking of watching things, I was telling you backstage here, I just watched a trailer for a movie that's coming out here next month. Mm. And it might have been the weirdest movie trailer and movie, really, I've ever seen in my life. The When you told me the title of the movie, I'm like, well, that's pretty on the nose. Yeah. Like, they didn't... It, it's a... You don't often okay. see... Because we are in October now, so there's a lot of spooky, scary movies coming out, you know. But this one is a Thanksgiving-themed slasher movie that's just called Thanksgiving. And it's for U.S. Thanksgiving, not yeah. Canadian... Yeah, it comes out mid-November for their Thanksgiving, not yeah. the real one in October. Yeah, you know, where we give thanks to the farmers and for the food that's going to feed us through the through the winter and the, what is their Thanksgiving for? Is that what ours is for? Yeah. Did not know that. I think it's the celebration of harvest. Think, oh my God, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and theirs is a celebration of something else. Yeah. Yeah. But But uh, this movie trailer, which you should go check out because it's just dazzling, it featured, so it's a a murderer's on the loose in this town during Thanksgiving, if you couldn't guess that already. Okay. And it featured someone, she must have been working in the back of a restaurant or something. The killer comes from behind, grabs her, dunks her head in a sink full of water, pulls her up, opens the freezer door, slams her face against the inside of the door, so she's now stuck to it. She... Flash froze. Flash froze to the door, like your tongue to a pole. Okay. And then you just see he gra- him grabbing an axe and going to town. Oh, gross. <laughs> and there was another Ooh. scene of a girl sitting there. Then you just see two hands come and slam the side of her head. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that uh, she had her eardrums popped by corn on the cob holders. Oh, my God. Like the- full-size ones <laughs> or the little tiny ones? <laughs> they had little smiley faces on them. I know that. Oh. God, this movie looks out of control. Again, the title, Thanksgiving, oh. in case you want to look that one up. Jeez. Corn on the cob holders, completely unnecessary. Hot take, I know. That is a hot take, because when you pull that corn on the cob out of the boiling water, and that's how I eat my corn on the cob, boiled. 
I can't hold that. It's too hot on my fingies. Nobody enjoys that corn on the cob that people do on the barbecue where you leave the husk on it. Yeah. I hate that corn. It dries it out. I know. And when people are like, mm, the best corn is barbecue. No, it's not. Boil no. it. Yeah. Boil it. it. You're a man. You have fire. Yeah. <laughs> Boil that bad boy. Just like a hot dog. Boil I do it. enjoy the barbecued or the, uh, the boiled corn, but I'm never, ever, if you come into my home and present me with a package of this corn on the cob holders, I'm going to tell you to leave. That's this, unnecessary. This is madness because you are someone who is openly admitted to only eating with cutlery, including pizza and hamburgers, because I, you don't want to get your hands dirty, but you'll eat corn on the cob. No, I don't eat corn on the cob. Oh, you cut it off. I cut it off. I use a steak oh. knife and I cut it. Oh my God. It is. Try this sometime. Just go when corn on the cob is on sale. Buy yourself a few bushels. And then on a Sunday afternoon, just put a movie on in the background or whatever and boil corn all afternoon. <laughs> and then, no, I'm not even joking. Then you just take like a cookie sheet or something and you put it on the island in your kitchen and then you take all these boiled corn cobs and you carve all the corn and it comes off like potato chip size sheets of corn and you pop those in your mouth all after. Before you've known it, you you know it, you've eaten like 30 cobs of corn and you're going to pay the price. But it's so delicious when you carve it off like that and eat it like chips. But then we just put it in little, oh my God, am I a hundred years old? I think so, but go on. We put it in little uh, freezer bags and then you freeze it. Like you put like a cup or two in a little bag and then you freeze them individually. And then all winter long, you have corn. Yeah. I think my sister does the same thing oh, as God. you. I think she does the same thing. And I. Does she call it a corn party? Oh, God. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know if she does the full party. <laughs> Can we call this podcast today corn party? Corn party. But don't spell it with K. Like, don't oh. spell it like the band. Spell it like corn. Corn on the cob party. Wow. I don't know. I think when I'm looking for, when I'm jonesing for corn in January, I'll just go to a can. No. You go to the freezer and you pull out one of these little bags and you just, you put it on the stove and it tastes almost like fresh corn. It's not quite there. But when you're carving it off with your little knife onto that cookie sheet and then divvying it up into two cup portions... Take a few sheets of that corn. Like it comes off in, I don't know, like the size of an arrow bar. This is and the you, lamest thing I've ever heard. Is this the lamest version of the podcast ever? Corn oh chat. God, it might be. Corn chat. That's going to do it for Corn Party with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Not because we're done, but because we've been canceled. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to Lube City. I need an oil change. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take everybody at Lube City. I'm going to take them each a little individual bag of corn. And I'm going to say... Uh, I could give you a cash tip for this, but here's a tip that will feed you this winter. <laughs> and they will appreciate having little bags of corn. Definitely. Stranger corn is the best corn. That's what I always it say. It is. Yeah. So anyway, go to Lube City. <laughs> if you're, you need an oil change, right? You need to get your tires swapped over. Get your winters on. They've got 27 Alberta locations. Find the one near you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's a corn cob party. Leave your body at the door. It's a song by Oingo Boingo. It Is may that... be called Dead Man's Party. Oh I, oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay, that works out. 
If you love corn so much, riddle me this. Would you steal the corn? No. Oh. Because you only borrow corn. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. We were talking about, you went grocery shopping yesterday. Mm-hmm. You made that mistake of going on the first Tuesday of a month. And it's just like, it's a swirling, it's a sea, a surging sea of senior citizens shopping in the middle of the afternoon. It's insane. It's because you get what, an extra 10%? 10 or 15? Like, I understand the savings. And oh, I, yeah, I yeah. swam in those savings. Oh, boy. yeah. Well, my God. When you forget that it's the first Tuesday of the month and you get there and Oof. the confusion. But like I was saying earlier, my beautiful bride and I, she went to four grocery stores, maybe five, yesterday afternoon. She's looking for a very specific item and it's sold out everywhere and then we went out to four more last night and it was just it was insane out there but i did notice this the uh, two of the bigger grocery stores we went to they have the main doors blocked off with a barricade of shopping carts is that what grocery stores are doing now like the main doors you walk through it was like you couldn't get you couldn't go through them i've never seen that before what is that all about is that because of theft? I have no idea. Like, the only way to come out is to go through a grocery line and then come out the exit door. You, the the entrance door is not open. Ooh. And I've also noticed, too, why is the security guard in the grocery store always roaming the produce department? No one is stealing spinach and leeks and cauliflower. Why is he always in the produce department? Have you seen the price of grapes? Maybe people are selling grapes on the black market Do now. you think? Yeah. They're, like, they're the new catalytic converters. <laughs> Grapes. <laughs> Grapples. <laughs> anyway, somebody please explain. Why can't he be somewhere else? Like the meat. You would think he'd be in the meat department. Oh, yeah. Those chicken breast prices, too. Those You could fetch a pretty penny on the black market for those. Yeah. Huh. Someone says 100% because of theft. That's what, You haven't noticed that. Well, maybe I don't you think don't, I have. I don't go at night. Maybe during the daytime it's open, but at night they probably seal it up with the barricade of shopping carts, because I noticed that last night. Maybe I'm just living in my own little bubble. Yeah. Oh, my God. Huh. I love shopping for groceries when there are seniors around, because I usually walk out with a pocket of Werther's Originals handed out to me by people that think I look a lot like their grandson. That's never happened. <laughs> that has uh-huh. never happened. <laughs> Hey, look, if you want free Werther's first Tuesday of every month. That's not a thing. That has never happened. That's 100% made up. I'm calling BS on that. Uh, They're in the produce department waiting to intercept people who've stolen large ticket items. Why? Is that their escape route, the produce department? Is that where they always escape? Well, because normally there's an entrance right into the produce section. I guess maybe that makes sense. God, maybe they, they have it all figured out. Maybe they do. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, I asked the question a few minutes ago, why are the security guards in grocery stores always standing in the produce section? Because, you know, I, I don't imagine people are going, hey, you know what's hot on the black market right now? Broccoli. Cauliflower. Let's go get some. Somebody said... Uh, Security guards are in the produce department because if there is a thief in the store, then the guard has easy access to bananas to use as a gun. Uh, True. Could also throw the peel. Trip the thief up. 
Somebody else says the produce department is the widest berth between the entrance and the meat department. That's why the security guard is always in produce. Uh, okay, I guess that kind of makes sense. Have you ever witnessed a meat theft, though? Like, I've never seen it before. And I know it must happen because, I mean, there's security guards in every grocery store now. And I always wonder, though, like when you hear about people running out with shopping carts just heaped full of meat, then what? I mean, you have to load that into your car or a minivan. That takes time. Everyone gets a good look at you and your car and your license plate. You know, are people actually getting away with meat thefts? <laughs> Am I naive? Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Wow. This one, uh, when I worked at a grocery store, a guy shoved a whole ham into his pants and tried to sneak out the front door with it. Our store manager and produce manager chased him across the parking lot, across the street, and tackled him in the hospital yard. Ham pants. I wonder if that ham ended up back on the shelf. Oh. But it had one of those, you know, $5 off stickers on it. <laughs> Scratch and dent. Yeah, slightly used. Yeah, don't ask. Here's a don't ask questions discount of $5. There are, I don't know why they're there, but there's like three or four giant hams in the fridge here. In the mm. kitchen. Do you want to try some ham pants? Let's see who can get the farthest stealing see, ham stuffed See who down can pants. run the furthest with a ham stuffed down the front of their pants. See, that's a new Olympic sport. Yeah. Get more points for the bigger sized ham and distance ran. Yeah, I like this idea. Ham hurdles. Can you Ooh, jump? Yeah, ham That's hurdles. a real test of strength. Let me grab this. Hi. Good morning. I have a story about the grocery theft. was a manager at a grocery store uh, that was located along the LRT line, so they had quite a lot of theft. And one day, someone uh, raced out with a shopping cart full of meat, and on their way out, they dumped a four-liter jug of milk on him to distract him. Almost like in a cartoon or something. Exactly, and this happened after we separated, but we were still living together, so when he told me, it was just like the ultimate karma story. <laughs> Oh, oh, he had it coming? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Should we dive a little deeper? Mm, no, I don't think so. The Him getting sprayed with four liters of milk is you know, pretty good. Okay. okay, it's almost like in every movie, a bad guy trying to get in, he just throws down a bunch of boxes. But in a grocery store, you, you throw milk. The question here is, have you ever poured liquid out of a four liter jug it's not fast it's not fast so he would have to stand there and just take it for a solid 15 seconds <laughs> glug what are you glug, doing to me glug glug <laughs> quit pouring milk on me glug glug I said stop pouring milk on me glug glug that's a bad day at the office though Ooh. that's a real bad day wow I like this text it says yes meat theft is very real I've watched my father steal many a steak Fun fact, he's also a big reason why the Costco dumpsters in Edmonton are now locked, is he would dumpster dive for furniture. Oh. Watching your dad steal steaks. Yeah. That'll bend a frame. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We were discussing, uh, why is the security guard in the grocery store always stationed in the produce department? I've never seen anyone steal, you know, a package of celery, a head of lettuce, Somebody said, uh, maybe he's there in case somebody takes a leak. 
<laughs> L-E-E-K? That's right. Okay, that's good. That's actually pretty good. Fantastic. Uh, no, several people have explained that because the produce department, it's like the widest berth to get you to the meat department. The front entrance always walks right into the produce. So that's why they're always in the produce department. They're watching the doors, man. Makes sense. Sure. I, have you ever witnessed like a grocery store theft? Uh, well, I was famously a courtesy clerk at Safeway. Oh? That's fancy talk for bag boy. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple times I remember where people did try and make a run for it. Did you have to uh, throw elbows? Did you have to no, I never, throw hands? It never came to blows. No. Nine times out of ten, they always tend to, seem like they always ditched. They thought, you know, it'd be a quick getaway, yeah. but a grocery cart full of stuff, you're not moving very quick. They're, it's sort of like, um, you know, Mario Kart where they're throwing out mushrooms, package of pork chops, and you're slipping on them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the dead of winter, like maneuvering a, a oh. cart through a parking lot, forget about it. That's going to end quickly. Like the minute you hit those outside doors, that thing's not going to exactly push through the snow and ice. Exactly. Uh, somebody said, I witnessed a meat theft at the Save on Foods Calgary Trail 34th Avenue. It was a couple of years ago, but the man had hidden a ton of meat inside his trench coat. Ooh. Uh, the security offered tackle, officer tackled through the ground in front of the store. It was very exciting. I didn't think they were supposed to tackle Actually, I did see someone try to. They, it wasn't a full blown tuck, uh, you know, trench coat meat theft. Yeah, but it was. Uh, they weren't scanning everything at the self checkout, and the lady caught them and followed them out the door. Oh, really? Yeah. Excuse me. She just kept yelling it. Sir, sir. Oh, this one's kind of the exact opposite. A few years ago, I was selling a Kool Aid Man drink cooler. It was hard plastic, about three feet tall. The kind of thing a grocery store would use to display Kool-Aid, I guess. Nice. I bought it at a garage sale back in the early to mid-2000s, but the grown-up version of me said, time to move on. One summer morning, a guy showed up to buy it. Turns out he was a manager from... I edited the grocery store out. And he was there to take back what was, quote, rightfully his property. Oh, I'm like, I bought this at a garage sale at least 10 years ago, but he was digging in claiming that I was a thief <laughs> and he came to take it back. My neighbors could hear the yelling and commotion and all came out on their porches to see what was up. I eventually got the guy to leave. I kept the Kool-Aid man cooler. Good. But the damage to my neighborhood standing had been done. <sighs> Although, now your neighbors all think you're the bad boy in the neighborhood. Or do you go door to door after a look? Uh, let me explain what that was all about. Man, that uh, grocery store manager came in hot. Yeah. He was not willing to accept any other explanation than he was the thief. And even if it was the same one, it had been gone for like 10 years already. Yeah, what point do you just uh, Get a move new on? Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> move on, bro. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The discussion came out of talking about people... Who go into the grocery store and just go running out with arms full or jackets full of meat. Uh, but this one has captured my imagination. Many years ago, when I was a student, I worked at a large furniture store. The one where the conveyor belt is behind the cashier. So we could pop out to scan larger items on the cart. Huh. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, one time this guy let out a huge silent but deadly as he walked away. I couldn't leave because the lines were all backed up. 
It lingered for the next five people. I've never gotten such disgusted, dirty looks in my life. I don't know what was worse, having to stand in it or the reactions from the customers. You know what? You were the victim of passive gassing. You've heard of passive aggression. Passive gassing is a form of passive aggression. Uh, some people call it stink pinning, where you pin your stink on somebody else. Uh, the office version is crop dusting. And, and like I've always said, the laws of whoever smelt it, dealt it, will never stand up in a court of law or the court of public opinion. In everybody, in every customer's mind and nostril, you were guilty. And it's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> there's a special place in hell for people that do that. Where they, you know, kind of go to the quiet corner of the bookstore, let one rip, and then walk away. And next thing you know, you're getting, uh, you're getting stink pinned. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. So we were talking earlier. This is a Reddit thread, or a bunch of different Reddit threads. I think going around right now, women are talking about red flag TV shows. You meet a guy, and he's like, "Oh, you know what show I love." Family are not family guys coming in a couple of times here, but uh, Walter White Breaking Bad, yeah, that was the number one. Yeah, so when you see Breaking Bad as a red flag show, I kind of clutched my pearls because I thought that show was outstanding. Me but too. they do specify that if they idolize Walter White, yeah, that could be problematic because that guy had some issues. Hey, the first few episodes, he was doing it for all the right reasons. Sure, I mean the character arc. Changed over the course of a number of seasons. And this isn't a spoiler. I mean, that. how old is that show? 15 years now? I think we can spoil it. Yeah, when the, that show's over and the spin-off series is also over, mm. I think we can talk openly. Yeah, Walter White could have got his ass together. He could have. Yeah. He could have. He took it a little far. So I understand why idolizing Walter White, <laughs> yeah. that could be an issue. Uh, there's another strike against Family Guy. Uh, somebody else said, it's not so much the shows, but if a guy watches only super violent ones and hates all the female protagonists, he's pretty much telling on himself. Especially probably the last part more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does the red flag have to be a TV show? My red flag is anyone with an inspira- inspirational quote tattooed on them. They rarely live a life that supports that quote. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know anybody who has a full-blown quote tattooed on them. Well, hey, if you go in and you're like, I want to get respect on this arm and I want to get do on to others on this arm, does the artist caution you against that? Because one day you're going to be standing in a busy McDonald's yelling at a teenager who put onions on your quarter pounder. It's going to look bad for you. Yeah. So. That's true. Hmm. I like that uh, in this story, a lot of the red flag TV shows, they said... Men who just hate reality TV across the board and think that you're dumb for watching reality TV, apparently that's a big old red uh, flag. I had to be reminded that I love shows like Alone, which is... Yes. You know? There are varying degrees of reality shows. I don't know. Where all the characters end up in a hot tub together and they're giving each other roses, that, that to me, that's just trash. I can't get behind. I will never support that. Yeah, and ever. that's okay. But yeah. across the board, any reality yeah. TV show, yeah, there's some okay ones out there. It's a good way to kill 30 minutes. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard.
Classy.